I'm taking the top off. I'm driving like hot sauce. Hey, what's <laughs> 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 Ah, that was good, niggas. Oh, man. We back. We yes, back. Sir. Another week and we strong. Yes, sir. Yo, dog, Roger Dollar here. You already Your know boy. who it is. You already know who it is. See, in this, in this, uh, what do we call this? What do we call it? In this big three, I'm LeBron. Hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Reg D. Wade. Uh, yeah. I guess you could be Chris Bosh. You might be Ray Allen. That's disrespectful, nigga. <laughs> nigga I'm LeBron, nigga. I'm the franchise. Fuck, nigga. You might be Mario, nigga. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. Fuck, nigga. Fuck, nigga. Don't forget me and Kimball was one-two punch back in the day. <laughs> I don't know why you don't have one time you on Mario, nigga. Fuck. Hey, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was the most dominant force, you know. <laughs> Kimbo was alright though. He was alright. That's what I'm like, saying, man. Like, if you really think about it, like, I'm really carrying, bro. I'm really like LeBron. Yeah, this nigga Kimbo just a glorified Marshawn Brooks. Fuck, nigga. Let's come to on Kobe this shit, nigga. Fuck, nigga. He wild. Sorry to tell you. It was good, fellas. How y'all been? I'm good, man. Started the week, been mm-hmm. high. I've been chilling. Oh. Job been up too. I'm full. Work. Oh, chilling, man. late. I feel that. Cloud nine. Yeah, I promise you, I feel that. <laughs> so let's move on to the preseason, though. How y'all feel about the past couple of games y'all watched? Um, uh, bright spots. The bright spots for me, I started off with uh, the Pelicans. Zion was looking good. Brandon Ingram was looking good. Oh, yeah. uh, Brandon Ingram had 22, 6, and 6, and Zion had 26 and 11. They look like a real force, and I think they're going to look good for the regular season. So, the things yeah. I saw that game was they actually have a real coach. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> like, if compared to, like, the offense that they was running last year, uh-huh. with, like, Alvin Gentry, Pelicans might – I think they could sneak into the eighth spot. You think so? Yeah. But that's the conversation for the next episode. I did notice the rotations were a bit better. Yeah. They also had uh, Ingram and Orzon in at all times. Yeah. Like, like last it. year, I was you to not do that oh shit. I don't gosh. understand. Like, if you're an NBA coach, how do you not understand that concept of leaving your best players in and stagger their minutes? Facts. Nigga, it's so shit. Luke Wong do that shit. Yeah, Luke Wong still does that. We we on his ass, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> he okay. ain't going to last. <laughs> yeah. Until episode eight, it's over for him. Nigga, don't shine. I like what I saw yeah. it from uh, New Orleans. Yeah, B.I. threw it on some. Uh, who he threw it on? Nigga threw it on some dog nigga. I don't get out the way, stupid. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck out the way, nigga. But um, another bright spot for me was Taylor Horton Tucker. Oh, that nigga. Oh, my God. He looked really good. Taylor nigga. Just like the post. I mean, uh, if the Lakers draft the late first round or second round pick, it's going to be. Yeah. We've done, like, look at we've done this man. almost every single year. Word. <laughs> You drafted Mo Wagner, he could be a steal. He a starter player, and you got him at, like, 27. Thomas Bryant, we got him in the second round. Larry Dance, we got him late first round. Jordan Clarkson, second round. Second round. That's true. Kyle Kuzma. And now THT. He might be the best of them all, in my opinion. He only was at Madrid. Or he about to be 20 or something like that. Yeah, he's, like, 20-ish. We were talking about him since like the like before like 2019, I think. Like we were talking about, I was I, remember I was like, yo, he's like he looking nice the way he moves and he's like mad long. Yeah, I think like six eight. He like six four, like a six yeah. eleven or seven. Yeah, I'm like, can I say like this nigga six eight? I'm like, yo, this I'm like this nigga is fucking look huge. I'm like, yo, this nigga is oh, yo, all right. And especially like he learning from like players like LeBron every single day and AD. Yeah. Like he just drafted into a perfect situation for him to grow. And yeah. he's young too. He's only gonna yeah. get better. Where and then when they finally get rid of Kyle Kuzma, which yeah, is you know, yeah, I was about to say, you know what that means? Kyle Kuzma, gonna slide in the spot. Bags. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna happen sooner or later. Yeah, because the rotation deep and fuck, we gonna pay that nigga. Somebody else gonna have him. Yeah, yeah, um, and this nigga still is rookie shit. Aside from the Laker news or uh, Taylor Horton Tucker, um, I was looking at overseas guys on Draft Express and uh, Alperin Sengun. I'm, I'm not trying to butcher his name on purpose, but. He's an overseas big man. He's nice. Uh, oh, wait, is that the... Yeah, you sent him in the chat, bro. Oh, yeah, I was like, yo, that yeah. nigga, nah. He's, OD. he's looking like he's going to be a lottery pick next year. Yeah, that nigga lottery. He yeah. could, he could <laughs> be in the lottery. He's nice. I fuck that with a guy. 
Uh, Reg, I'm going to show you his game. I'm going I'm to send you some shit. Yeah, right? I got on. Yeah, he, 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 he be like handling the ball and shit. Like, yeah. He's like, he he like a certified big man, too. He get dirty. Yeah. He nice. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. yeah that nigga be handling this shit. Crossing, I guess. I fuck with him a lot. What position is he? Center. Center? Yeah. Right. He, oh, he's, 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 he's probably, probably like a four too. or some shit. Yeah. Cause he's big. I just see a lot of, of post highlights of him. So I, I was just assuming he was a center. But um, after that, uh, news today. Well, I got yeah. another brace, but I wanted to talk about. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. We got to give a shout out to KD and Kyrie. Oh, yeah. Them boys is on to something the other night, nigga. Facts. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> buckets. No, I just think, really, like, really that's really old too. D. Like, they're one of the best pure scorers in NBA history on the same team together. Yeah, that's that's different, bro. Yeah, Brooklyn gonna be something to watch. I can't wait. Yeah, and if KD's still the same player, shit. Yeah. Shh. And it's looking like he's the same player. He's looking like he yeah. didn't really miss a step. But we still got to see when the season, regular season really starts and shit. Yeah, that's facts. Yeah. He's probably gonna be on minutes restriction, right? Uh, no, nah, I don't now? think I don't think he is. Maybe who knows? Yeah, but he might be setting out games and shit. So who knows if that could? Cause they, it's their first year, all of them really together. Cause yeah. Kyrie only played like twenty something games with some of that roster, uh-huh. and they also yeah. added other pieces. So we gotta see like how they, how well they're gonna get acclimated together, and how Steve Nash is gonna be as a coach. All right, they rotation about to be looking crazy. <laughs> but we gotta talk more about the Nets later. But I just wanted yeah. to give a shout out to Kyrie and KD. Facts, facts, facts. Uh, speaking of that, uh, Kyrie finally addressed the media. Is that something I want to talk about? I, I didn't even hear what he said. I just seen him put like I seen a picture of him put on like like a peace sign or some shit. Well, no, no <laughs> not bad. Like he finally like after practice, he went and sat down and talked to the media. Oh, okay. This yeah, this is the first time he's done it. But um, oh, and they, he cleared up uh, the the shit he said. I think he said something. He called them like pawns or something like that. He didn't really clear I, it up. I, I think he meant what he said. At the end, of the day, <laughs> they really do villainize him. So I can't really blame him for being mad. But at the same time, I think it was a good idea for him to start finally uh, complying because that's going to cost the Brooklyn Nets a lot of money and Kyrie a lot of yeah. money. Yeah. Yeah, he better start just giving them niggas Marshawn Lynch answers. Yeah, yeah, yeah at that point, that's what you got to do. After that, let's see. Let's see what else. Let's see what else. Giannis resigns a massive Supermax. Yo, that nigga $228 million. Nigga, yeah, that's imagine that guaranteed in your yeah, pockets. Nigga. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That is ridiculous. Nigga, four got, the, four, nigga got to the bag. <laughs> nigga, it's four PF. Fuck. Nigga's taking uh, that's a whole generation taking care of. Yeah, nah, that's crazy. Shout out to Giannis for that. Yeah, that's good news for the yeah. Yeah. He worked his ass honest. off for that. That's facts. That's facts. Especially like when we first seen him coming to the league, like the way he looked and stuff, like yeah, that's like crazy. A, like, wasn't that nigga like a sixty-two overall coming into the league? Yeah, I like see two. He was like one eighty, nigga, like one ninety. Yeah, was like from scrawny. Now he like big. Yeah, get into it. Like. Yeah, that's tough. That's good. Like somebody that just happened. Uh... Yeah, I always, I always saw like Giannis staying with, with the Bucks, like especially the type, of, the type of guy, or player, like like we've seen him talking in the media. Like he just seemed like. He's he not like to have a buddy buddy or he's like the old school type, like the mentality. Like he wants to do it like a, like on his team, like by himself, or like him just being the main piece, like from the start. Word. So we I feel like it's kind of expected. But now it's gonna be interesting seeing like how everything's about to be playing out though, like in terms of like who's who they're gonna uh start building him around and stuff like that for the future. Like after this season, because like most of the guys, you know, Drew Holiday is like it's not like he's like young, like young, young and stuff like that. So we have to see like what they're gonna do moving forward after like this, like maybe the next two seasons. Yeah. Uh, I feel like for them, it's really hard because, like, the only young pieces they could really move – because they moved, like, a lot of draft picks with Drew Holiday. And, like, the only young piece that they really have got going for them is, like, Dante DiVincenzo. And they have – they signed Chris Middleton last season to a five-year, like, $180, $190 million contract. So it's not like they could really do shit in free agency. I like Giannis knows something that we don't. They must be gearing up to go the fuck off. (laughs) Shit. It's, it's really up to him, though. He got to yeah. get a post game or something. Something reliable. Like jump shot. Now, that's facts, because almost every year it's the same story with Giannis. Yeah. 
And it all is with that jump shot because you can't really get too far. Speaking of that, we're watching Ben Simmons right now, and he's he's a prime example of that. How you can you can get but so far with a jump shot. I feel like he doesn't even need to get a jump shot. He need to get a post game. Yeah, a post game, yeah. I feel like a post game would suit him even good. Yeah, because like, he just needs something else, like something to go to, or like something other than a, a running post game. Yeah, like an OD than, drop step, an OD drop hook that's unstoppable or something. Because he doesn't even have like a stable offensive game. He really doesn't. Except for like just running into the paint and just you know just like half back dive, nigga. Maybe <laughs> transition. And they like Milwaukee uses them too much as a guard too. He gotta be more around the rim, using more in pick and roll situations. His last yeah, remember, uh, preseason game, he was hitting a lot of jumpers. He was hitting them from a lot of different places. You think that's a good sign or what? Uh, I gotta see more games. Yo, yeah, I remember when they were trying to have this nigga. They were talking about Giannis about to be like a point guard and shit like a few years ago. Yeah, I don't remember like, that. Shit. Jason, T- yeah, Jason K was a coach. Uh huh. <laughs> I remember that shit. Every single big man to be a guard. What a time to be a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That shit is still kind of happening right now. A lot of people are kind of forcing it. You think so? Like, only open up the whole uh, like game for the team if a center could create, like how Bam does it. Yeah, no, agree. Like players like Jokic are flourishing, but in like the college game, I think I was watching like Ohio something. And they were playing – I forgot the two teams, but it was just sad kind of watching a big man handle the ball coming up, trying to create, like, a guy like uh, Jokic. He was trying to – he was just trying to do too much. And it was like uh, – Like, not everybody could do it. Yeah, that's kind of like when everybody started shooting threes because they wanted to be like Curry. It is about, like, knowing your role. Like, just knowing what you should. Like, not forcing something that you know you're not mastering at. Like, you can't yeah. just, like, keep, like – like trying to do something like over and over again, like heavily that you know you're not effective at. So I feel like I, I, Joel I, feel, is I know what you're saying. <laughs> 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 random. That's crazy. And we know exact video I'm talking about, my nigga. This nigga, so yo, I don't know when he's at Kentucky. Like he was like a bat, like a like Zach Randolph, basically. Like, everybody, you know how everybody was comparing him to like oh Zach Randolph for like athleticism, whatever. Yeah. This nigga came first year thinking he was nigga was thinking he was magic and shit in LA. <laughs> Yeah, that shit was dumb for you, nigga. Right to get tight. Oh yeah, I forgot you had. It. That's why you hate that nigga so yeah. much. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, don't tell the draft. I remember that shit. <laughs> All right, so I got a question for y'all. Uh, which rookie made the biggest impact in the preseason to you? Mm-hmm. What impact? Like, who do you think has the most potential, or you can see having the the best impact on their team in the long run? In the long run, uh, yeah. Long run. Just based off these couple of games. The sample size we got. I don't say nobody right now. Yeah, I haven't seen nobody. I feel like the best player I've seen so far has been probably been like Cole Anthony or somewhere like that. Like the best player, the best rookie I've really seen so far is probably Isaac Okoro. Oh yeah, right. Isaac Okoro did have a you know, good performance. Yeah, I like Isaac Okoro. I, I like. Uh, but I don't see him being like a game changing like franchise type player. If that's what you ask him. No, I'm asking like who do you think could be an impact for their team, help their team not win, but like help them. Just be a, a good piece for their team as a rookie. Oh, okay. okay. So like just like being NBA ready, basically. Yeah, it coming is in. season. Who, who oh, Obi Toppin. Oh, Obi, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was coming. In, yeah, he was coming. Look like going go with the flow of the, of the team and stuff early. So he's okay, really okay. He, he's yeah he's he's been involved heavily. So I and like one. watching a little bit of the Cavs game, Isaac Carl did prove me wrong. He has like more time offensively. Uh-huh. Definitely the Stanley Johnson. I thought like that's more disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, that's more <laughs> yeah. there. Uh, yeah, right, I'll take that back. Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, For me, I chose Theo Maladon. Uh, Cole, oh, Theo Maladon. That's yeah, true. Cole Anthony looked good. Yeah, yeah um, I'll take that. Who else? Who else? Who else? Really impressed me. That's about it, actually. Because I wanted Melo to be good, and I really wanted to look at him and be like, ah. But he, I don't, I don't think right now. His last game, he he did okay. He had twelve and six, I think, something like that, or twelve yeah. and four. I, I kind of been in like I like I like what I've been seeing, Loki. Yeah, but I feel like I, he just needs to just be because like his he just needs to get like uh, I feel like acclimated to like just everything, yeah. like, just get loose with that shit. But he's been looking. I mean, upon numbers like paper wise, like aside from like scoring or whatever. Like his rebounding looking good, his playmaking is looking impressive. So, and he's looking, he looks like huge on the court. Paul. Yes, yeah, <laughs> and it's, yeah. Whoa, Paul is a nigga. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> Other than that, in transition, he looks good. 
He's always yeah. looking ahead, uh, past he thing over everybody. Yeah, exactly. So I like him for, so far for potential wise. Yeah, he he was doing everything on the floor, but everything but scoring. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of my main concern for him, other than like defense, is how well he's gonna score and how consistent he's been. That's kind of what I was saying because it kind of looked like his first game that he was deferring, like he would have open shots and still try to yeah, he's, yeah, to pass too passive. Like I feel Obi Toppin was doing that shit a lot. Obi Toppin was. I saw like a little bit like. The way his game is, not the same, but I see a little bit like Alonzo type, like on yeah. offense. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was I didn't mean to say Zion. I meant to say that. I see the Zoe type. Like when Zoe first got into the league, he was struggling to find his game. He was just – the only thing he really knew how to do that would keep him on the floor is get others involved. And that's kind of the same boat that LaMelo is in right now. And his defense terrible. Yeah. Yo, oh, my yeah. God. Yo, he was lost on it's the It's as bad as average time. Yeah, yeah, you were talking about that shit. You were saying that this nigga had no effort. Hey, yo. You said it's as bad as advertise. Nah, but that's facts. Like, I feel like he gambles too much, too. Especially, you st- I think I sent you guys that play of uh, yeah, him gambling on OG and Anobi yeah. in a fast break. Yeah. Uh-huh. He can't do that shit in the league. Sometimes I think he gambles on purpose just to take that little, like, because like, he knows that there's a chance that he won't get it in that chance for rest, I guess. I really don't even know. But at the same time, that puts your defense at a disadvantage. Yeah. And you don't get it. Do it's not like he guessed, guessed it as much, too. I don't know. It was yeah. weird. Because when you sent me that link, bro, and I clicked on it, I was like, let me see what LaMelo doing. And maybe the first three possessions is him just being lost on defense. Niggas just looking yeah. around. But he definitely going to have a lot of highlights. You already seen this preseason, like, yeah. lobs to Miles Bridges and shit. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a great connection. Yeah. Y'all saw Miles Bridges dunk on that nigga? Yeah. Oh, nah. yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I was watching that live. I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what other news we got? I think that's about it. We can get into the, the preseason. Uh, yeah, we about to jump into our season predictions. Eastern Conference. All right. Uh, we going to start from 15. Uh, my 15 is the Pistons. Oh, yeah. Wow, the Pistons? Yeah. I'll put Knicks at the bottom of the conference. I feel like <laughs> they're going to be right there, either one of them. Yeah. I was like, I yeah. was like, damn, who's going to be worse, the Pistons or the Knicks? Yeah. I, I, I had the Knicks. I was going to put the Pistons, but I was, I put the Knicks. I just can't see it late. Yeah. I don't know. All right. 14, Reg? Uh, I got the Knicks. Not the Pistons. Pistons. Yeah, like you said, they're both interchangeable. They both ass. So, what do you think, like, the Pistons should be doing this season? Um, I guess just filling out Killian Hayes, seeing if he could be their future, um, trying to build on – I mean, I don't really don't know because they messed up. Like, they, they let go of Robert Wood. They let go of Luke Kennard. I guess they just taken for Cade. I don't know. I don't know what their plan is because – if you really look at it, there's, there's a lot they need to do to improve to even be a threat in the East, let alone for playoff contention or anything like that. So, yeah, I, like I think they're definitely like the team that has like no direction, no clear direction right <laughs> yeah. now. But they still like, have is, like yeah. players like Blake Griffin on the roster. They haven't traded D Rose yet, and his trade value is probably at its highest. Uh, That's never gonna be. And they made like questionable like free agent signings, like Jeremy Grant paying them four years, eighty-one mil. Yeah, that's for. And then signing the Plumley to like a three-year, twenty-eight on the first day. And then they're also getting like Joel for. So like I feel like with them, they need to. I don't know what what are they trying to do. They need to find like a clear direction. They should. They should give minutes to Seku, also Sadiq Bay, and just see like how the young guys play. Yeah, they really just let let them like come come out gunning and stuff early. Yeah, facts. And how you guys feel about the Knicks this coming season? Uh, I feel like the Knicks they really they need to figure out like what like what like, who are they gonna go with like moving forward as like a young court? Like what are they gonna do especially with the guards? Like what are we doing with Dennis Smith, Frank Nilakina? Like what's going on there? They need to figure something out. I feel like this. Uh, I don't know. This the Knicks just needed. I don't know. They just need to uh, get ready for the draft. That's all I gotta say for these. Yeah. From what from what I saw the Knicks. Say, get ready for the draft. This eight months, nigga. So you getting ready for the draft again? They just had one this year, nigga. Yeah, gotta get ready again, nigga. This is big. Y'all niggas say this every year. Knicks fans, yo. Knicks fans and Cowboys fans. Y'all got to be the most cringiest fans, bro. I swear. All right. Uh, but next, what is it? What oh, wait. It? I wanted to talk about the next real quick. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I feel like they just need it. Oh. Dennis Smith, he's not good, bro. I'll try <laughs> to give him a chance. Yeah, like, we were watching. Preseason games, nigga, is just not good. 
uh, Frank Nankiller. I guess you could keep him because what what are you really going to get from him? So try and develop him, and especially you have a good defensive coach in Tom Thibodeau. Hopefully, he can learn a thing or two. Yeah, he, he but he still needs to improve on his at least being a decent spot up shooter or something. Yeah. Add some offensive game. Kevin Knox, yeah. that nigga's trash, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he gotta go, bro. Send that nigga to the uh, what's that team jibber for that play? Oh. Shanghai Tigers, oh. yeah, the Sharks. Oh, the Sharks, yeah. <laughs> uh, Kevin Knox, might, he might be the face of them in a couple of years. <laughs> but the main thing is, I feel like the Knicks, they need to surround RJ Barrett with shooting or he's not going to improve at all. Yeah, and please stop having him and Julius Randle on the court together. Right, bro, like, I'll pay to not have them on the court together. Their starting lineup was Alfred Payton, RJ Barrett, Alec Burks, Julius Randle, and Mitchell Robinson. Where yeah, is the shooting Alec coming Burks. from? <laughs> Alec Burks. And RJ Barrett's best trait <laughs> is getting to the basket. Yeah. So when he tries John to the basket and the lane is all clogged up, he's just going to – Shoot a dumb shot because who the fuck is he gonna pass the ball to? Julius Randle at the three point line. Hell no. So I feel like RJ Barrett is not gonna be the player that he's gonna become if the Knicks don't surround him with some type of space. Because yeah. it's not doing him any favors, and also he still needs to work on his shooting. But you can't man like he's not in a uh, position to ah uh, he's not in a position to succeed. Other than that, the Knicks ass. Yeah. yeah. The Knicks ass. Same old shit. Just a different year. Yep. Number thirteen. Who y'all got? I got the Cavaliers. I got the Hornets. Yeah, I got the Cavs. So, since y'all both chose the the Cavs, I'll go first real quick. I chose the Hornets only because, I mean, watching them, they're a good team or they're a good young core. They have good pieces to build around. It's just that, like, I don't know if they're going to be able to put it together this year. I think they maybe need one more year, get another piece, maybe find somebody in free agency, something like that, for them to be able to really capitalize on LaMelo and Miles Bridges and – P.J. Washington and all those pieces that they have, they can combine them with good role players and good vets. I think that could lead them to the playoffs in the next five years. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I'll talk about the Hornets when I uh, – I think yeah, I got you. Get to them. Yeah, yeah. I, I got you. Uh, my 13 is the Cavs because they don't really have – they don't have, a, like, really a good roster. Kevin Love is injured every year. Colin Sexton uh, – he surprised me last season. He averaged about like twenty, and he was actually efficient. But yeah, good efficiency. He's not gonna w- really win you that many games. And Darius Garland still needs to prove himself. And I just don't think that Andre Drummond is that impactful of a big. Mm. But I like Andre Coral. I saw from him. I talked about that earlier. But yeah. then Cavs ain't got nothing gold for them. Nobody's really go watch them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I feel the same way. I feel like the Cavs is like oh my, yeah. I left off uh Kevin Porter Jr. I fuck with it. Oh yeah, yeah, I was about to say Kevin Porter. I, I do I do see him as a bright spot for the future. Offensively. Other than that, Kimball, what you got to say about the uh your pick? Oh yeah, I had the Cavs. It was I mean it's basically ours is kinda of like the same shit. Like, you know, they do need an upgrade. You know, I feel like they should get rid of Kevin Love or do something with that. Just like, just start over, start fresh. I feel like they should have. They definitely should have been got rid of him. Yeah, but I feel like just like his contract and him always being injured is kind of a problem. Yeah, it's not like he's giving out like production of like Westbrook that you could like move that contract. It's like work kind of moving that contract. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of hard for him because that nigga stay hurt. Yeah, I was gonna say at this point it's kind of redundant because it's like it's like every year that he's hurt like this. And, like, how good does he really improve a team? Facts. At and he's getting up there in age. Yeah. He's, a, yeah, he's already older anyway, so his yeah. body is already shot down. So that contract really ain't worth it, to be honest. Right. All right, let's move on to number 12. Who y'all got? Who y'all got? I got the Hornets. Yeah, the Hornets. I, the Hornets. I got the Magic at 12. Magic? Yeah. Uh, let me and Kimball go, and then you can go with the Magic. All right, bet. All right, so I picked the Hornets at 12. They could be a fun team, but, like, LaMelo, as you've seen, like, him in a fast break, especially the passes that he makes. He's probably going to be in a top end. I might say he might be a top 10, around top 10 to 12 passes in the game already. Already? He has a late playmaking vision. It's some things that you can't teach, especially, like, uh, that full-court pass that he made. 
there's not too many players that can make that type of pass. It's yeah. crazy. He's like, always like that. It's like straight off the rebound, his head snaps yeah, like yeah, straight like, like just like Lonzo. Yeah. He sees he sees over and he's, he sees over the demons, but even like more. He's probably gonna see over the demons more than Lonzo because he's six yeah. That's really crazy. He's taller than Lonzo. That's crazy. Yeah, but I feel like they're still gonna have their struggles, yeah. and we'll see how good Gordon Hayward is. And um, shit for next year's draft being bad this season might not even be a bad thing because yeah. next year's draft is really like you can get anybody in the first like the first round anybody can be a stud even the second round like the beginning of the second round is like studs too so you never know yeah let's pick a little bit yeah next year's class really gonna be talented but i feel like it's kind of good for them because i feel like they're gonna be a competitive team uh-huh. like they're a 12 seed kind of like gonna... the hawks were last year yeah, probably like around like in a similar situation, and right. like also like the re- another reason I'm not making the playoffs. I feel like the East just got better. Wait. Uh, so for me, I picked the Magic, and the only reason why I picked the Magic is just because I-, I had the Hornets uh, further back, and to me the Magic they're kind of they're gonna regress now. Vucevic is older, Aaron Gordon. Uh, other than dunking, what what does he really do? Um, the bright spots they do have is maybe they can do something with Markel. Maybe they can revive his career. Uh, they just drafted Cole Anthony, Jonathan Isaac, although he's injured. Is he still injured or is he yeah, playing? Yeah, he's going to be done for the season. Damn. Yeah, he's done for the right, season. So, yeah, so they have a lot to look forward to next season. So I just say that this season is really a learning experience for their young guys and to get them ready to actually compete for the next couple of years. Uh, we can move into number 11. Oh, yeah, I'll pick the Chicago Bulls at 11. I picked Orlando. I picked the Hawks. All right, so we all got different picks. Yeah. Uh, Kimber, you could go over Orlando since Jay already talked about him. Uh, yeah, I feel like I would have had Orlando. Like, if, if Jonathan Isaac would have been uh, – if he still would have been healthy, I feel like I would have had Orlando maybe. Well, yeah, I would have been around the same spot, but – I feel like they could have been something better, but even without them at this point, I feel like this is somewhere uh, the area where they're probably going to drop around because they still have Vucevic. They just added, uh, yeah, they just added uh, Quentin and draft and Dwayne Bacon, who he's, he was impressive his first game, but I didn't really see much of him in the second preseason game. But yeah, I feel like I still have hope in Dwayne Bacon. Like this is my last year giving him hope, but I still feel like he could be a solid. I'm on the fence with Dwayne Bacon, man, because. One, he did get his chance. He did, <laughs> he deserves an, he did, he deserves another chance. That's one thing, but. He's so inconsistent, it's hard to root for him, man. It's like one game he can go off for 30, and another game he's shooting 0 for 30. I don't know. It's confusing with him. I fuck with Dwayne Bacon, though, and I hope he gets together this season and gets a contract, a, a, a solid contract other than that one-year bullshit he just signed. Nah, that's really a good chance on the, like, really – yeah, and he's home. Yeah, he's hometown too now. Oh yeah, yeah, he in Lakeland, Florida. I, especially after the season, yeah, last year I didn't think he was gonna get a, a starting role. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. That's facts. Yeah. yeah, that's true. But uh, my eleventh was Chicago Bulls. I feel like I I don't know. I'm I'm not too high on this team. They lack a playmaker. I don't like Kobe White starting along with that alongside Zach Levine because their defense is terrible. Yeah. yeah. And neither one of them is really, like, the playmaker that you want on the court. And I feel like their defense is just a little shaky. They still have stuff to work on on defense. Yeah, that's as true. As good as I think uh, Wendell Carter is going to be, you still need other players to play defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and we got to yeah. see what Larry Markin is going to – is he really – like, is it Jim Boylan's fault or is it just he's not that productive? Like, we're going to see that this we'll season. We'll also see how good Larry Markin is. Facts. And I feel like the Bulls should start considering trading maybe Zach Levine or something soon. I was just thinking about that too. I was just well, talking I mean, about that last podcast. Yeah. And what would you go like? What would you go for? Like, who? Like, is there anybody in particular thing they should go for? Like, is there a type of like play style Picks. of a player? Yeah, I wouldn't say anybody in particular because yeah. I don't think like he's Wait, not we, that good of a like. Yeah, I was gonna say really, he's not that really high of a value. So probably like picks or like other like young players that you want to develop. Word. So for me, for my eleventh, I chose the Hawks. Um, in my opinion, they could end up. They're a shaky team. They could either be as worse as eleventh, or they could be as good as maybe the eighth or ninth. 
With this team, I just think that it depends on how Trey Young performs this season, if he can adjust to how teams are going to guard him now, because of course, like of course he's a he's a great player. Don't get me wrong, but now it's going to be harder for him to score. I disagree um, with that. Why you say that? I he got a lot of way more better players now, so it's no, just going to open up the game for him. He does have better take players. Off the pressure. Those, those players aren't elite role players. These guys are. Who's not an elite role player? Who Who do you think that is going to create their uh, own shot and help uh, Trey Young? I mean, because he is a facilitator. Uh, you true. have you have Rondo. Bogdanovich can create his own shot, and you Gallinari. Didn't you have him in your top fifty-two? Yeah, yeah, no, that's fast, that's fast. Gallinari, I agree with. Um, Bogdanovich, I agree with. Rondo, however, uh, well, they're not gonna be. They're not gonna share the same court together yeah. for the most part. Oh, he's not gonna have like stagnant minutes. Yeah. All right. So, like I said, this team could either be as good as the A seed or as worse as eleven. Yeah, Hunter was looking impressive too. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's about it for me. We can move on to the next one. What is it, number 10? Number 10, I had the Magic. I had the Bulls. Yeah, the Bulls. I'll just talk about the Magic real quick. But uh, At first, I had them around, like, maybe around 11 or 12. But they still have Vucevic, and he's a good player. And he's showing that, like, nobody really thinks that the Magic ever is going to make the playoffs. But somehow, they still do. And I kind of – I think Marco Fos was still turning to be a good player. I like what I saw from him in the preseason so far. Still needs to work on his shot. Uh, what else about the Magic? That's really it. Cole Anthony is decent. We'll see how he develops. Mo Bamba, let's see how he ever comes back and plays. I'm not too high on him. I don't think he's ever going to be that, all that. Yeah, we, we were saying that too. Yeah. Niggas that be remembered for that Mo Bamba song. That's really <laughs> it. That's good. Yeah. Going outside. All right, so I put my Bulls on uh, for 10. And another thing with this team, they could either be as worse as the 10th seed, maybe the 11th seed, and it could be as good as the 8th seed. Eighth seed yeah. So to me, we can go a couple different directions this season. We can either figure it out early, maybe uh, – I'm not sure because this is like this is probably – we have a lot of question marks to answer at the start of the season. Laurie Markin, is he going to bounce back? Wendell Carter, how is he going to bounce back? Uh, what else? What else? What else? We have uh, a new coach. Uh, we don't know how – like, this is a whole bunch of stuff. Patrick Williams, like, there's a whole bunch of stuff that we have questions about. So, it depends on how we answer them and how we can play. So, I'll come back to this maybe a little, like, in the middle of the season. Well, I chose uh Shirak <laughs> at ten because uh, I feel like I feel like Zach Levine, the type of player. I, I feel like Zach Levine coming in there and just coming out and being that type score for them, and then on top of like Wendell Carter and Laurie Markin and like I'm I'm hoping to see Laurie Markin and really uh improve from like well trying to help his reputation because you know everybody's been saying that he's like one of like he's like not living up to really what he could truly be. But is it, is it really on him or is it the coaching? It was what the coaching from last year. Like, we don't know what it is about Louis Barkin, so hopefully yeah. he can improve on there. I've been hearing about when the Carter been uh, – been supposedly been shooting better from three or, like, he's been improving his three-point shot. Jay, he was looking terrible so far in the preseason. Yeah, that's, yeah, but then, yeah, that too. But, you know, if everything is – I feel like everything clicks, this is where they can be. And it's just like Jay said, they can't even end up in, like, maybe AC. Yeah. I feel like that's up – Huh? Am well, I so confident that the Bulls will win more games than the Hawks? Well, right now I'm in the middle just because there's a lot. Like I said before, there's a lot of questions we need answered, and it depends on the players we have. Like Laurie Marketing, he has to deliver. If we want to make the playoffs, he has to play like how he played his rookie season. Even and better. um, huh? So you got to play even better. Yeah, even better yeah. than that. Exactly. So Zach Levine has to be able to solid. Yeah, a lot of questions. Zach Levine. There's just a lot. Do you think y'all should be open to trading Laurie also? Uh, I'll say, yeah, because he's up for extension soon. Yeah, and I would say it depends on how he plays. Yeah, of course. So if he does come out and play and plays well, then I think maybe we should consider trading him because if I had to choose for a future and I had to choose over Laurie or uh, Wendell, I'm taking Wendell. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's hop into the next one. 
what is this? What is it? Uh, the the ninth, ninth yeah. seed. I got Indiana. Yeah, I got the Pacers. Um, who the hell? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My my fault, my fault. I'm tweaking. Pacers also. Shit, damn. So we all got Indiana missing the playoffs for like yeah, the first yeah. time, and damn, how long? I feel oh, like they've been in there like the past eight years. So for me, um, like you said, Kimbo, it's the same shit. I think that being in the constant rotation and the constant cycle of the same shit got them to this point where they are right now. Because I, I think they're gonna miss the playoffs. They're they're looking real weak, especially for like like you said, previous years, all their playoff teams, they didn't really look like strong playoff teams, but in the end, they, they competed. Now, I think it's just like Victor Oladipo, he has to prove himself. Uh, what else? TJ Warren, he's not going to do another bubble performance. I, I could tell you all that right now. He's not mm-hmm. dropping 54 on somebody or however much. games. Miles Turner, that's another question. I think the only solid player you have on your team right now to look forward to, uh, especially in the future, is uh, Sabonis. Still got Malcolm Brogdon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Malcolm Brogdon, you're right, you're right. Um, yeah, I think the Pacers, I, I just, I feel like either one of Oladipo or Moss Turner is not going to be there during the season. And I feel like, uh, you see, yeah, Sabonis is a bright spot. I feel like he is the biggest bright spot for them. And Malcolm Brogdon is a super solid piece. But I just, I don't know, I just feel like all the questions coming into the season, like, I really don't see, like, Oladipo or Miles Turner really, like, playing together this season. And I don't see Miles Turner as, like, I feel like Miles Turner would have to be, like, uh, like a third guy or whatever. Or, like, not even a third guy, but somebody just, like... Yeah, fifth guy, nigga. Yeah, fifth guy, yeah, whatever. You think yeah. he's going to be going by the deadline? Yeah. Awesome. I think even way before that. I already said that in the last podcast. They should exploit trade down. Word, word, word. And then you don't... And I feel like... Yeah, and I feel like Villa Depot, you don't know what you really fully is going to get from Villa Depot at this point. My take on the Pacers, they're bringing back basically the same team from last year. Solid team. But like I said before, basically everybody in the East got better. Well, a lot of teams yeah. in the East got better. And that's the main reason why I got them missing the playoffs. Because we still got to look at TJ Warren was like almost like a 20-point scorer during the regular season also. Yeah. Uh, Sabonis was uh, playing at an all-star level. Malcolm Brogdon was playing solid. So I feel like they're still like a good team. They still have a chance of making the playoffs. But I feel like they should explore trading Miles Turner and Victor Depot because this team is really like they reached their ceiling as is and has ran its course because Victor Depot could be a free agent next season and walk. So you might as well try and get something in return from him now and just start like building for the future. They have solid players in like Sabonis and Malcolm Brogdon. So it should be a regress for them overall as, as a team this year. I agree. All right, let's move on. Who y'all got next? Number eight, I got the eight. Atlanta Hawks. I got yeah, I got the Hawks. <laughs> not the Washington Wizards. Uh, I chose Atlanta because well, they added, they drafted uh, Anjeka, they brought in Gallo, and uh, uh, Bogdanovich. You know, the, of course, the defense. The the question is their defense and how they're gonna be on defense and stuff. But I feel like. I feel like with their with the whole like offense with the offense is just gonna push them over to get into the playoffs, I believe. And I feel like Trey is gonna have a huge year this season. Or, and you got Clint Capella. Any any guy have a full season Clint Capella, so that's tough. Yeah. I feel like uh I definitely got the Hawks at eight seed because you finally got like actual NBA players around Trey Young. Yeah. That's and the guys, like, they address, like, they don't have another playmaker outside of Trey Young. Bogdanovich is a decent playmaker. Gallinari could playmake. And Rondo could playmake off the bench for them. Their main thing, main concern is how bad is their defense going to be. Yeah. But their offense is, like you said, Kimball, it's going to be, like, up there in the league. So, sure. if they could get at least, like, a subpar defense, then I will definitely be good for them. And they need to answer questions about, what they want to do with John Collins and especially like the young players that they have because uh-huh. they potentially are like 11 deep. So somebody's not going to be getting the minutes that they deserve. Yeah. So I feel like they should address that and they probably will later on in the season. Yeah, and, then, yeah. and then, and then you got, um, you got Deontay Hunter who's been looking good. Yeah. And then, uh, you got to see about Mr. Uh, Mr. Cameron Relish. 
end of the season off for improving. So that's another bright spot. So they should have a couple of trade pieces. So yeah. the Atlanta Hawks, are, they're going to be in a good position for the next couple of years. I'm saying, like bro, they should be a team looking at Harden, man. Oh, that's tough. Ooh. Oh my god, I Harden that in Magic City, my nigga. Oh my god, that's so <laughs> deep. That's you so deep. Still close, nigga. For real, well, you could talk about the Wizards. Uh, for me, I put the Wizards at the AC only because I feel like in the beginning, towards the middle of the season, they're going to struggle a little bit figuring it out. Maybe uh, Westbrook's going to have a hard time acclimating himself with the offense and trying to uh, find where he fits. But other than that, I think they can finally squeeze themselves into the AC towards the end of the season. And uh, there's probably not going to be a play-in, so I think they're going to be the the actual AC. Wait, did they announce that there's a play-in? Yeah. Uh, there they, isn't? No, there is. They're going to do it this season. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, in my opinion, they're going to be the AC. And that's that's really about it. Uh, we could get into that. Uh, yeah. Washington, I got them at seven. Shit, they made it to the bubble last year, and they just had Bradley Beal, really. Yeah. No John yeah, Wall. So just, like, adding Westbrook alone to the team that they yeah. have now is basically a playoff team. And then FDJ has been looking impressive, too. Yeah. And I like the the offense, I think, is probably going to be pretty good for uh, the Wizards because you have John – not John Wall. You have Westbrook. Bradley Beal and Westbrook are surrounded by, like, shooters and shit. And I kind of like uh, Rui Hachimura. He's a nice young piece. Oh, he's a yeah. I and he's a, like you yeah. said before, Kimbo Denny was looking good. Yeah, it looked like his jumper started. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he didn't miss a shot. He 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 didn't miss a shot his, uh, that first game. Word. And I feel like I feel like oh, uh, that's good. I, I look, yeah, I look. You feel like Westbrook gonna might pull, not? You know, he's not gonna put up OKC numbers, but I feel like he's gonna put up like like big numbers better than what he was putting up at uh in uh, Houston. It could. I feel like for Westbrook, he doesn't need to put like it doesn't matter. He doesn't need to. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, trying to get like, triple doubles and all that shit. Yeah, just be like, be that Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, like the fearless nigga that you are. Like get like yeah. twenty two a game, but like try and get like he could still get around like ten assists a game. Yeah, exactly. he got, still got value out there. And they're also or... saying that he's kind of like bringing like a positive vibe and energy to the team. Yeah, I've been seeing him in the practices. He's been like, everybody's been looking upbeat and we're on him. He's been like real like enthusiastic and shit like that. So Yeah, you got to give him his credit for that. Yeah. I chose the Philadelphia Sixers. Uh, I don't know. There's not much to say about this team. I feel like there's going to be like a middle of the pack. I mean, they're going to be a top team in the East, of course, but in, in the league, I feel like they're going to be a middle of the pack team. They're... They didn't really improve much. They got better pieces, but I don't think it's really going to help them in, in the long run in the playoffs. You think so? Yeah. Because it's just like – They already, added shooters around like, that team, though. They yeah, haven't had this yeah. many shooters yet. I just feel like no matter what – I mean, it is a different coach. It's a different feel in Philly, so it might be different. It might be a different outcome. You never know. But like I Anybody. said before, I just feel like Philly always finds a way to – to screw some shit up, even if it's not their fault. Like, even with the shot in Toronto, like, that's not even their fault. But it just, like, somehow, some way, like, Philly always gets screwed in the end. So that's why I put them at six. Um, My number six, I had Toronto. Yeah, me too. I feel like they got worse this year. Oh, yeah, definitely. This all season, losing uh, Serge Ibaka. and Arkansas. Yeah. And I feel Billy like – Oh, he could My fault. Yeah, we saw that Pascal can't be that number one. Guy. Yeah, he's not the number one guy. And the uh, oh yeah, you got it. Oh no, you, no, you can finish. You say, you say for like what? I was about to say they they have like a good roster still, but they're not like any like a championship contender or like yeah. finals contender. But I think the next five teams on the list could possibly even make it to the conference finals. Yeah, I feel like what? Yeah, what about this? Well, they kept Van, Fred Van Fleet. Uh, but they did lose two key defend two of their but like their two key defenders, like you said, uh, Ibaka and Marcus Saul. But they replaced that with I guess decent at that. I guess a kind of decent defender, uh, Aaron Baines or whatever. But I don't think that's gonna be enough to like put them where they would have been like maybe like last year or whatever. And we know that this we know that um uh Pascal is not like that main guy just like you said previously. So. I feel like the six five is probably like the where they're around the spot they're probably gonna end up being anywhere. Yeah. And I feel like, oh also I feel like um 
with with them losing like those two guys, I feel like there's a chance for us to see what to see what Chris Boucher and like Stanley see how Chris Boucher and Stanley Johnson really like step up. Shit, fuck them niggas. OG and an OG, nigga. <laughs> oh, OG, yeah. OG, actually, yeah. OG and uh, Chris Boucher. Fuck. Well, I think fuck both of them niggas. Let's see what OG. OG better be up to I feel it. like OG, another player to look at for like a breakout year. Yeah. Facts. Your boy Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, tell me that nigga don't let his name Douglas. <laughs> I call that nigga all the time Douglas. And he on my team at 2K. I don't want to call that nigga OG anymore. <laughs> uh, let's move on to number five. I got I had a sixes. Yeah, I had a sixes too. I put the Raptors <laughs> at five. I'll go first since I chose the uh, the Raptors. No, um, I just think the Raptors have the same coach. Nick Nurse is still there. He's a good coach. They pretty much have the same foundation besides a couple missing pieces, which will be it'll have an effect on them. But I don't. I'm not sure if it'll push them out of being the top seeds in the East. So that's my take on the Raptors. I got the Sixers because. I think it was probably they had a good offseason. They got rid of Al Horford's contract. They bought in Danny Green, a three and D player. Uh, they got Tyrese Maxey at around like twenty something pick, and they also added Dwight Howard to come off the bench for them and a shooter in Seth Curry. So they got more shooters around Ben Simmons, which is needed, and also Joel Embiid. Ben Simmons, he's one of the best defenders in the league. One of the best playmakers. Same thing about Joel Embiid. He's one of the best scorers, one of the best two-way players that we have in the league. But the thing about him is how healthy he's gonna be. Yeah, and how much how much he's gonna stay out like outside of the paint. Yeah. <laughs> like behind the three-point line. I feel like he needs to like, yeah, that's like true. And I feel down. like this is probably the year that Ben Simmons will probably start shooting like more corner threes. Yeah, I think we've seen that in the preseason. He he was knocking uh I think you I think that will, he might have knocked some shit down earlier today. Hopefully, man, because they need him to start shooting ASAP. Yeah. That's really going to be the, the keys to the Sixers' success, just to have Ben be more versatile, Shit. have him be less predictable. But he might be in Houston by the end of the season. You think so? <laughs> Possibly. Yeah, possibly. How would you like that, Ben in Houston? You fuck with that? or uh, One thing about <laughs> it is the <laughs> with John Wall. But I feel yeah, like John Wall. Wow. Like, you said what? At that point, you just gotta say fuck fit and get it. you gotta get Ben Simmons. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah. the best player that they're gonna really gonna get out of like any potential offers. But and that's I, better it, for the future, honestly. Yeah, so like maybe John Wall is like keep looking at the way he is and it's as explosive as he was before. Maybe you could fuck around and trade him in the future. Yeah, I was about to say like you see them trading John Wall like the season after like the same thing I got Ben Simmons this season. You see them trading him next season, John Wall. That yeah. could happen. So I feel know. like if they do get Ben Simmons, they just have to like make it work for the season or something. Word. Mm, yeah, I see that. Because at the end of the day, he had he has potential to be a top ten player. So, and he's still young. Yeah, sure. Word. Okay. I thought we're moving into top four territory. Who y'all got? Ooh. I got the Boston Celtics. Yeah, I have Boston. I, I was I almost like, put I, Miami at four. I also have Boston. Uh, I was like, I could, I'll start yeah. off with Boston. Yeah. I, you want to start off? Yeah. Uh, Tatum, I feel like this is, like, the first year that he's, like, going into the team as the de facto, like, best player yeah. on the team. He's well, one of the well, best well. two-way players in the league. And I also like how Jalen Brown stepped up last season. He's going to be a good piece for them. I like the Aaron Walker, he's injured. He's going to be injured at the start of the season, but he's still a good player. I'm just still shaky on him, like, in playoff situations. And Marcus Smart, he a dog. He's somebody you want on your team. I say this all the time. But another thing about Boston, why I really don't have them being higher than the other teams, is where's their bench scoring going to be coming from and the big men. Like, they added Tristan Thompson, but I still not going to get the job done, yeah. especially against other teams. And Daniel Tice is a decent center. But, like, for other players on the bench, like, we was just watching the game. They had niggas like Carson Edwards in the game. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Tremont Waters. Yeah, and if that's your bench, I'm um, like, oh, they also got Jeff guy, Teague, but, but he's not gonna be doing anything. Yeah, so. he had a decent game today, Jeff Teague. Uh, for me, I put the Celtics at four just because. I mean, they have a lot of like, I've, I've been saying this all podcast, but they, they really, they're number four in the East just because it's the East. But if they were in somewhere that was good like the West, I really don't think they would be. They'd be maybe like the sixth, seventh seed. Um, 
like you said before, this is Jason Tatum's first year as being like the real number one option. So I want to see what he can do. Maybe he can. I don't know. This is a, this is a shaky Celtics team. This is the the worst they to you me so? the worst they've looked coming into a season in a long time. Really? Ooh, I play. Like they still and, got and, a good squad. Yeah, and yeah, I play. I, I play Jalen Brown. I think they do have a good squad, but compared to what they have played with in the past seasons, I don't know. Because getting rid of Gordon Hayward just be like you know. I feel like getting rid of Gordon Hayward to me. I feel like um, that might have been a blessing in disguise. To be honest, getting rid of Gordon Hayward. You think so? Yeah, because you you got Jason Tatum could. I feel like Jason Tatum's gonna really step up more on that. And then you drop there. I like. I really like Aaron Nesmith, who could uh, come in and be like uh, you know in the future taking that role. And then you got Jalen Brown on the. We already seen what he's gonna do, and he's still young. He's gonna develop. He's a hard worker, so. I feel like it's gonna fill up, fill in that spot better than we're gonna hear it probably would have produced. Right. That's his opinion. I don't know. That's uh, all I, 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 I kind of agree with what you said, Jeff, about that's probably the worst Boston Celtics team coming in looking in a while. If you yeah. if you really look at it, because yeah. uh, I, no I feel like I felt more confident in them, and they also still had Gordon Hayward at that point. And like the year before that, they still had it was Kyrie, right? Yeah. Yeah, Kyrie. We thought they was going to be better because when Kyrie played the first year, they was good. And then the year before that, they made it to the conference finals. So, yeah, I kind of agree with you, take about the Celtics. Yeah. They still could be a good team and going to yeah. be taking teams to probably six, but I just don't see them being – they're not better than another team. So Facts. And I, there's been a, like – I think they, they lifted the team at, like, 6'10". Now it's like he got, like, a, like a two-inch growth spread or something like that. Yeah, I saw that shit, man. I don't know if that's true. They, yeah, they say yeah, that. Yeah, I was thinking, like. That's what they say all the time. I feel like, I don't know. I don't know why they, like, all those stories start to come out right before the beginning of the season. It's because niggas haven't seen each other in a minute. Niggas like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's 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 jump into the top three. I got Miami. Miami, Miami, yeah, I got Miami also, yep. Oh, it's like, our, our yep. about to be the same. Uh, uh, Miami got a good squad. Basically, bringing everybody back. Uh, got Tyler Hero coming back better mm-hmm. after his rookie season. He's probably gonna be better. Uh, Bam, he's still getting better. You still got Jimmy Butler. They got a good squad all around. Duncan Robinson, you just yeah. they just added uh and they added Avery Harkless. Bradley too. Yeah, more Harkless, So, oh, that's yeah, totally that's like that. Yeah, and they lost. Uh, I believe they lost uh, Derrick Jones, and I forgot who else they lost. But I feel like those two, those two acquisitions. I felt like right. later on in the season, maybe Precious could start probably getting minutes. I kind of like how he plays on defense yeah. too. Yeah, well, he's pretty good rebounder too, and he like and pretty energy to the seat to the side. So I feel like, I feel like he fits with the Miami culture also as well. That's what I was saying uh, during our mock draft episode. I really fuck with him a lot. Uh, going into number two, we went from uh, fucking Miami to – who y'all got? I got the Nets. got the Brooklyn. Yeah, I got the Nets. All right, we also got – I got Brooklyn also. In my Another opinion – Oh, you go. Uh, Brooklyn, they could be able to come out of the East on top. In my opinion, I think they could dominate the East. Just seeing how – even though it was one game – you're seeing the potential that Kyrie and KD have together, like two, like Reggie said before, just like one of the most, like two of the most prolific scorers we have in our league on the same exact team. That's impossible to guard. Plus, like their benches, like I like the uh, the fucking yeah. best bench. So I think they have a solid team and they could potentially be number one seed. Yeah, I, I feel like the reason why I don't have number one is just like I just don't know about um... – about how they're gonna come, like Katie, how Katie's gonna come back, and like I don't know about Steve Nash yet, you know, as a co- yeah, as a head coach or whatever. Yeah. But I feel like aside from all that, like I definitely would have had them number one to be honest. Because I feel like that just this their firepower and then just their depth, like with their bench and stuff like that. That common message is like it's like ridiculous, like because they just they just added Landry Shamit too, and they already have like a lot of shooters off the bench. You know, you got Joe Harris. Yeah. And you already have see we know what Kyrie is about. And we see what he's doing in the preseason. And we know what KD is gonna bring healthy. So I feel like them them two, together with everybody else pieces in, I feel like that's gonna be ridiculous, like coming in. Facts. For the East. That's what so I'm thinking, like, man. Just, just yeah. that team is crazy. Yeah, the Nets team, like 
we saw like how they look when Kyrie and KD is on. That shit is scary. Uh-huh. And they also yeah. have other pieces in like Spencer. Spencer did what he, uh, he started alongside. Uh, yeah, Kyrie and Kyrie. Uh, also, like my main concerns, as good as uh, the Nets have, like look on paper, is probably d- defensively. Yeah, but you know, what's, you know, it's interesting. Like Kyrie, you seen Kyrie on defense? Oh, uh, he looked yeah. a lot more engaged on defense. Yeah, he looked way more engaged on defense. Like he was, was contesting really shots. He even got like a block shot. Yeah, he was getting we'll a long. We'll see how long that like... even lasts. Though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I'm not. Pl- I'm not gonna hold you, bro. If I'm Kyrie or KD and I'm taking twenty plus shots a game, I'm not playing defense, God. Yeah, nigga, I'm playing defense. <laughs> yeah, I'm playing defense. Fuck that. I'm sorry, man. If I'm a superstar, I, nigga, I wasn't a superstar in high school. I still didn't play defense. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Shit, I got some pride, nigga. I'm playing some defense. Uh, what's next? Oh, uh, number one. Yeah, we all got the Bucks. Consensus number one. I agree. Giannis just signed the Supermax. Yeah, he just signed the Supermax. They just uh, acquired Drew Holiday. Brand Forbes, Tory Craig, Bobby Portis. Yeah. Yeah. They all started. They have. Go ahead. Yeah, Yeah, they was all – I believe all of them started for their last last teams, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Drew Holiday, Brand Forbes, Tory Craig, Bobby Portis, DJ Augustine. I've been bringing, like, good pieces for to comment Giannis. So, I feel like – I and think Brent Ford is probably one of the most underrated pickups. Yeah. I fuck with Brent Ford. I think he's a bucket. Yeah, he's a good shooter, too. Yeah, I like what Milwaukee did this season. They did everything. Like, it's really – they have to make it to the finals this year. Or yeah. Because, especially Giannis on that spot, we know Giannis going to want to stay here. And, like I was saying before – At like, least they locked holiday. him up already, though. Yeah. Yeah, like I was saying before, like, Joe is not – Juhali, it's not like Juhali is like a young, like fresh new guy. Like, if they're gonna do something, they have to be within like uh, Juhali, how long Juhali is gonna be there? Because we gotta sign that uh, super match. We know he wants to stay there long term, so they got to really gear up towards him in the future with the young guys and stuff like that. So, yeah, I feel like they have to improve in that area. But I feel like all in all, you know, the Bucks probably gonna get that 60, 60 plus wins or whatever. It's looking like it right now. So I feel like it's going to be that I'm going to see. Looking at it right now, what are your predictions? Who makes it to the finals, the Bucks or the Nets or some other team? I got the Nets going to the finals. <laughs> uh, I got the Nets going to. Yeah, I got the Nets. Damn. I'm kind of in the middle because I, I want the Nets to go just because I, I'm i just a fan of Ky, uh, Kyrie and KD. But at the same time, you just can't go against – Milwaukee，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，
I think that's it, niggas. Yeah, that's about yeah. it, man. All right, so this is episode seven. Thank y'all for rocking with us again. We appreciate right. y'all for tuning in. If y'all made it this far, please uh, fucking damn. That was that was a good outro. Damn, let me do, let me do that one more time. <sighs> Thanks for rocking with us, man. It's a three MB. We appreciate y'all for rocking with us and. All right, so that's going to wrap it up for us. Three-minute <laughs> breakdown. Thanks for rocking with us. We appreciate y'all for sitting here listening to us. Yes, sir. Uh, if y'all got Instagram, follow us on Instagram at yes, 3MB3 underscores. If y'all got Twitter, Twitter, follow us there on the same exact thing. Yes, sir. Uh, that's about it. Uh, listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor. Uh, that's, that's everything, man. Three-